Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 73 of the NeuroEdge podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The name of today's episode is EMF, Five Ways That It Causes You Harm. And EMF stands for Electromagnetic Frequency Radiation. And basically it is just the idea of the frequency that is coming off of cell phones, Wi-Fi's, all that stuff. And to be honest, at one point in my life, I wasn't too concerned or if I heard people talk about this I wasn't I would think oh yeah that's not as pressing of a problem as maybe your diet or exercise and it's something that we can just kind of shrug off to the side but given today's age of cell phones and all these strong cell phone signals we have and wi-fi that we're around and depending on what your living situation is, how prevalent that may be around you, is something that I think is a growing concern and something that we need to be conscious of as we progress technologically. And I am not saying technology is bad. I'm a huge proponent of technology. I love technology and I think it can be very useful to our lives. However, there are drawbacks and one of the biggest drawbacks is EMF just in terms of how it affects our health, how it affects our sleep and how it affects all these other areas of our life. And we can see that it's becoming more and more prevalent and it's something that we need to be conscious of, something that we need to be on guard against. And I'm not saying we need to completely eradicate it because there are definitely uses in our economy that help make people's lives better. But it is trying to learn how to live in tandem with it and use it effectively and not let it do a net negative harm to us and use it in a positive way as much as we can and use it to use technology to our advantage and don't let EMF be something that causes us too much harm. So what I want to do today is just dive into kind of the science of how EMF radiation works and why it affects our body, how it affects our body, just so you know that it's around you. And it's obviously if you live in any somewhat populated area, it's going to be something you deal with. So before I jump into that, don't forget to come on over and join us in the Facebook group. I have a lot of really cool stuff going on on the inside there that's only for members of the group. So if you think that would some, be something that you like to hear or resonate with, definitely hop on over there and let me know what you think and uh, you just sign up. There's a few questions you ask and you can join there. But again, there's going to be a lot of cool content and stuff that you don't necessarily hear on the podcast. But that being said, as always, let's get into EMF. So what I want to do first is just explain how EMF works. I'm going to walk through these different harms that EMF can cause our body and again why it's important. For much of my life, I this is something I never even thought about, never even considered it as something that I needed to be on guard against. But again, with everything that's going on, and to be honest and quite frank, this is probably not a video that will get out into the ether that much just because of the things that I'm talking about. So again, if this is something that resonates with you, please share it because it's something that everybody needs to be conscious of and aware. And especially again, if you live in any semi-densely populated urban area, there is a rollout of 5G now. Obviously, everybody has Wi-Fi routers in their home. Everybody carries around a cell phone and there's all these different things that could be contributing. And we need to make sure that we are doing everything we can in our power to try to mitigate the damage that our body is getting from it. And again, use this in a positive manner and light. But what I want to do, I'm just going to walk through these five things. And as I go through them, I'm going to be explaining how this actually affects our body. So this is going to have more scientific research 
in it and it might get a little dense, but just hold on, stay with me and we'll make it through. So the first way is that low frequency microwave radiation activates the voltage gated calcium channels. So VGCC, voltage gated calcium channels in the outer membrane of our cell. So if you think about our cell, we have outer membranes that are kind of like the protector of our cell. And what low frequency EMF does is it activates these voltage gated calcium channels in the outer membrane, causes them to open, thus allowing an abnormal influx of calcium ions into our cell. So think about low EMF, low frequency EMF is opening these calcium gated channels on the membrane of our cell and it's allowing an influx of calcium into our cells. This activates nitric oxide, which is a precursor for a uh, reactive nitrogen species called peroxynitrite. So peroxynitrite, what happens is when we get hit with EMF, it's going to open these VGCCs around our cells that allow calcium to go into our cells, and it's going to activate this thing called uh, peroxynitrite. And <clears throat> these reactive nitrogen species, peroxynitrites, are associated with an increased level of systemic inflammation and mitochondrial function and thought to be the root cause of today's many chronic diseases. So think about the health of our cells. At the root of our cells, our mitochondria are basically like the energy powerhouse for our cells. So they're what control energy back and forth in our cells, allow our cells to make energy and allow us to be overall healthy people. And when we have high healthy mitochondrial function, the rest of our body is going to be okay because we are transporting energy throughout our body at a high level and everything is working. Our mitochondria are kind of like in our cells, the thing that keep everything running, the, keep it, keep everything in our body running smoothly and allow us to function at the highest level possible. What happens is when we have EMF, we get our, these, this extra calcium influx into our cells starts a precursor for inflammation which can cause a lot of the chronic disease. It's no secret that chronic disease is a huge problem in our world today and everything that is going on we are experiencing a bunch of chronic disease whether it's heart disease, uh, cancer, any type of thing that is caused from inflammation this low, low frequency radiation is something that is affecting that. So um, one of the most significant downsides of these peroxynitrates is it actually damages our DNA. So not only does it inhibit mitochondrial function, but also damages our DNA. So while our body has the capacity to repair damage through a family of enzymes collectively known as poly-ADP ribose polymiserate, so just PARP for short, PARP require NAD plus for fuel. When they run out of NAD plus, they stop repairing your DNA, which can lead to premature cell death. So again, not only is it affecting our mitochondria, but it's also affecting our DNA, which can lead to premature cell death. So even if you don't understand the <clears throat> base science of why this is harmful, just know that it is hurting your mitochondria, which is affecting energy production, and it's also affecting your DNA, which is going to control a lot of the genes that you turn on and turn off related to epigenetics. So just from that standpoint, know that uh, it is actually affecting you. And again, this is something that I always would put much more precedent on the diet and exercise that I have, but I didn't think, oh, you know, being near a Wi-Fi router, being near a cell phone tower, anything like that, it's gonna be effective, but it actually is 
causing these type of problems when you're around them. And this is something that is low level. And when you throw this in with a lot of the other stuff that we experience just in our day-to-day -day environment, whether it's toxins in food, toxins, things like that, this is not helping us whatsoever. There was uh, also a guy named Dr. Sam Milhelm, a physician and epidemiologist. He wrote the book, Dirty Electricity, Electrification and the Diseases of Civilization. He explains that the biological mechanisms of high frequency electric transients um, and details of some uh, other household sources known as dirty electricity. And um, this EMF, he says EMF is likely taking a toll on the rest of your health. Um, the problem is with EMF, you can't see it, hear it, or smell it, and most do not feel it. And some researchers assure us uh, that the biological effects are taking place even if you're not able to sense it or not. So some people are going to be more sensitive to it than others. However, this is all affecting us in some way or another. Um, and it's also important to realize that we're not just not talking about radiation from our cell phone. There are ones emitted from our Wi-Fi router, computer, home appliances, all smart technology. So that's a big thing now is a lot of people have smart thermostats, smart things in our house. Um, and even the wiring inside of your walls are capable of inflicting biological harm. <clears throat> and obviously right now, what has going, been, been going on this year is the rollout of 5G, which is going to be affecting as well. Um, the next thing, so that is number one, just to kind of give an overview. The next way it's causing harm is the rise of electromagnetic hypersensitivity sensitivity syndrome. That's a mouthful. Basically, just EHS, electromagnetic hypersensitivity syndrome. And uh, this is where people are more drastically affected by EMF. And all humans are biologically unique. All humans are going to experience, have a different experience here on the planet because our DNA is all different. We have <clears throat> tons of different variations in our genes and all humans are unique. Some people are more sensitive to this than others. And what's happening is there's been a rise in this. So maybe there's a few percentage points of the population that are affected by this, but with the rise of the prevalence of this is starting to affect more and more people. Uh, the number of people reporting pathological hypersensitivity to EMF, so actually a syndrome where they're experiencing symptoms, uh, is on the rise in 2008. An Austrian study noted that uh, in Austria, EMF, and this is not something that is really being studied a lot, but in Austria, the EMF sensitivity had risen by 1.5% since 1994 from 2 to 3.5%. And uh, that was just since 1994. In 2006, Germany had an electrosensitivity incidence rate of 9%. So 9% of people were reporting some sort of symptoms related to the experience of electro, electro hypersensitivity. And Taiwan actually reported an incidence rate of 13.3%. And so you see, and I'm not sure what city or where they studied, and sometimes in these more densely populated areas, it's even worse because there's a higher concentration of EMF. And uh, there are a bunch of symptoms that be, can be caused by this. And whether you experience hypersensitivity to EMF or not, this is something to think about. If it's something that you're experiencing, and it may be that you're at a computer for long parts of the day, or you're sleeping right next to your Wi-Fi router and you don't feel like you're sleeping as well. Um, there's a bunch of different things that can come up. And just to go over some of the symptoms, uh, these range from somewhat mild to some more severe, uh, but you can have a skin itch rash, flushing, burning, or tingling, um, confusion, poor concentration, or memory loss, fatigue and muscle weakness, headache, chest pain and heart problems, ear pain, panic attacks, insomnia, seizures, 
tinnitus, uh, feeling a vibration in the body, feeling a vibration in the body, excuse me, paralysis and dizziness. And you think about some of these things, obviously some of those are a little bit more extreme than others. However, this is something that everybody may experience from time to time. And sometimes you don't know why you have a headache or you don't know why you're less energetic or you don't know why you sleep worse, especially if you're doing things to make sure that you sleep long. And these are things that in some shape or form, and it might not be the number one cause, but in some form is actually affecting, again, our mitochondria and our cell function. And when you have a dysregulation of those functions inside of our body, it's going to affect these other areas and cause symptoms. So this is why, especially I know for, for instance, in a lot of the work that I do, sometimes I have to be a computer for a long period of time. It's almost like after two or three hours, you're, you just get brain fog, you get confused, you get a little out of it and just uh, kind of head spinning. And I think part of that is probably not having the movement that you need unless you have a treadmill desk or something like that. But on top of that, you're getting the EMF exposure from this. So it's important to try to take breaks throughout the day and get away from your computer if you can, because this is going to be something that is definitely causing you harm and causing side effects. And obviously, if you are looking to be someone of high performance, of high health, high mental performance, you want to make sure that you're on guard against this. Um, some of the complaints of hypersensitivities match those reported in the 70s and 80s. Uh, by people working with radio and radar equipment, so people that were highly exposed to it. And uh, there's a bunch of different studies of, again, around the world where this is on the rise. Um, moving on, so number three is cancer. And this is something that, obviously, there can be a multitude of causes for cancer. So there can be a bunch of different problems that people experience that could lead them to have cancer. And I think in some shape or form, everybody has probably had a direct family member that has been affected by cancer. Um, but not only with brain cancer from cell phones where people hold up their cell phone to their ear, there's also different types of cancer that can be caused. So a number of studies have shown that cell phone radiation can trigger brain cancer that is, and that's not... Uh, the greatest cause for concern, your brain does have a far greater density of voltage-gated calcium channels, so our brain actually has a higher density of these than other organs, um, but so is our heart and the male testes where testosterone is produced. And uh, as a result of elevated density of these areas with higher BGG, BGCCs, EMS are likely to contribute to neurological and neuropsychiatric problems as well as reproductive problems, including uh, cardiac arrhythmias, anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's, autism, infertility, and miscarriage. And the reason is because a lot of these areas, like our brain, like our heart, like the reproductive organ areas, are more sensitive and they have a higher density of these VGCCs, they're going to be more susceptible to damage that comes from radiation. And if you look at problems like infertility, if you look at problems like neuropathy, whether that's through Alzheimer's, dementia, different forms of anxiety, depression, which are running rampant in today. <clears throat> is EMF the root cause? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe there's other things going on now. However, we know for a fact from all these different studies that have come out that it definitely does not help. Um, so radio frequency radiation equivalent to that emitted by 2G and 3, 3G cell phones uh, have been proven to include, have been proven to form cancer and even heart tumors. Um, 
And again, this is because of the sensitivity of these areas that they have a higher density of voltage-gated calcium channels in the cells around those. So there's gonna be a higher effect. And if you look at a lot of the critical functions of our body, whether it's our brain for thinking, our heart for pumping blood and blood function, and then our reproductive area for carrying the species on, <clears throat> these are gonna be areas that are affected drastically by EMF. So it's one reason just in terms of good practice that I try to keep my phone out of my pocket for much of the day as much as I can, try to keep it away from those reproductive areas. And that's whether you're a man or a woman, and then also um, try to not talk with the phone up to your ear because you're getting a bunch of EMF right there into your ear. And again, the brain has the higher density of these voltage-gated calcium channels around there. So it's going to be affected more from that EMF than maybe if it were right near your arm or something like that. And again, this can be said not only for cell phones, but Wi-Fi routers, all those different things. Most likely you don't have those right up next to your body, which is why we want to be a little bit more cognizant with the cell phones. Um, there is reason number four. So um, the enzyme ATP synthase, uh, which passes currents of protons into the mitochondrial intermembrane space, similar to current passing through the wire, powers the generation of energy and the creation of ATP from ADP using this flow of protons. So magnetic fields can change the transparency of the flow of protons to the mitochondrial intermembrane space, thereby reducing the current. As a result, you get less ATP, which can have system-wide consequences from promoting chronic disease and infertility to actually lowering intelligence. So again, we go back to this ATP, and I wanted to really harp on this from an energy production standpoint. When you are not producing energy at the highest level, it's not only you're going to feel like you have less energy. It's going to affect these other areas. Uh, one, definitely chronic disease. So causing inflammation, causing things that cause chronic disease and being a precursor for that, uh, but also infertility. And again, I think it, I heard somewhere that if male sperm was a species, it would be on the watch to extinction, extinction list. So it'd be on extinction watch, many like we have endangered species right now, if you were to evaluate the decline in the prevalence of male sperm, and then also lowering intelligence. Obviously, that is not something that we want. And again, this when we are getting EMF, especially to sensitive areas of our body, we want to make sure we're doing everything we can to minimize the damage of it because we definitely don't want to lower intelligence. That's going to be the precursor for all the decisions that we make and how we affect every area of our life. So just wanted to throw that out there. And then lastly, number five is going to be altering our microbiome. And again, I talk about this all the time with our stomach, making sure that we are doing everything we can to protect our gut health and our gut has a strong interplay with our brain and making sure that we have a healthy gut is making sure that we have a healthy brain. They go hand in hand. Um, but EMF may also alter our microbiome, uh, turning what may be beneficial microbes, pathogenic or toxic, which again can have a wide ranging amount of health effects on our body because when we are altering our microbiome, we are changing up the not only the chemistry of our stomach, but the chemistry of our brain and how those interrelate to each other. Also, our gut has, I think, the second highest population of neurons in our body. So they're actually brain cells in our stomach, which is a lot of times when you are thinking about something, you say you feel it in your gut. And that's because your gut has an innate intelligence. Um, but again, this can have a bunch of far-reaching 
complications for the rest of our health. So where do we go from here? Obviously, I just kind of walked through how this affects our health, but how do we actually mitigate this? Well, there's a ton of things you can do and you can do the base things like I talk about, just like keeping your cell phone out of your pocket, making sure that you are on guard against it. Also grounding helps. So whether you have a grounding mat or you're grounding for a large part of the day, if you can, or at least 10 to 20 minutes if possible, where you're in direct contact with the earth, that's gonna negate that charge and help mitigate uh, any sort of EMF that you may be experiencing. If you can, try to stay away from having technology in your bedroom. So try to get Wi-Fi routers, cell phones, things like that out of your bedroom while you're sleeping because our sleep is our most critical time where our body repairs and recovers. And we wanna make sure that those things are away from us whenever we're sleeping as least as much as possible particularly if you live in a building, maybe an apartment complex or condo or something like that, where you have exposure to a lot of these because there's a bunch of different Wi-Fi routers and things like that on top of each other. Uh, but even if you live in a house too, that's going to affect it. So try to make sure you're at least removing technology from your bedroom while you're sleeping. Treat your sleep as sacred and something to be cherished and uh, almost with a holy-like attention to your sleep so that you uh, make sure you're not getting some sort of EMF disturbance while you're sleeping. And then from there, there's not so much it, that you could do in terms of exposure because when you go out, there's gonna be cell phone towers, gonna be things like that. But if you can take little steps, again, don't talk with your phone right next to your ear. Try to keep your phone out of your pocket. Make sure there's no technology in your bedroom while you're sleeping. Make sure you ground every day. This can have a huge effect on the damage that we would be getting from EMF as opposed to just doing nothing. So can you go down and take down or remove cell phone towers? No, that's not realistic. And again, this is just where our society is going. However, it is our responsibility to be conscious of how we use the technology around us and how it affects our health. So it's something that we all as humans need to decide how we want to integrate this into our lives and how are we going to allow it to affect us and what decisions are we going to make on a day-to-day -day basis that decide how we integrate with this technology. I know for me, I want to try to minimize as much as possible this EMF exposure because I've noticed how it can affect my sleep, affect inflammation, affect all these different areas and definitely in terms of brain fog and mental energy, but also physical injury. So just think about that. Think about that going forward. What are you doing where you are at least trying to minimize some sort of exposure to EMF and kind of hack your environment a little bit to get that exposure as low as possible and overall make sure that you're contributing to being the healthiest and highest performing version of yourself because this is why we are all here. This is why we are doing this and this is what this is all about is becoming healthy so that we can maximize and serve the world at the highest level possible. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to talking to you guys soon and I'll talk to you later. Peace.